Hello, you've been listening to Masayumi Chasing by BOA, and that is the opening for Fairy Tale. That is one of the shows we'll be discussing today. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And we're from the otakuspirit.com website, and this is our anime cast. You can go to otakuspirit.com for all of our news, reviews, and impressions on current season shows, and also our links to all of our feeds, including Twitter, Google+, Facebook, and of course this podcast. And we thank you all for joining us today. We're, again, we're going to be going over um, some current seasons today. We're going to do our first impressions on several shows that we think are promising and we think that you should probably check out, uh, depending on what we point out for it. It could be your taste or not. Um, but first, we're going to go over a couple more uh, user questions or uh, listener questions. We got some more questions from Newon on our forums. Uh, you can go there and, and submit questions as well. Um, and also go in there and talk to new own, give them some feedback. Uh, we have a couple of discussions in there currently, what you were watching, uh, what your favorite shows, all that kind of stuff's up inside there. So anyways, we'll jump into those questions. Are, uh, are, you, are you distracted? No, I'm trying to ke- catch something real quick. Yeah, yeah he's, he's never prepared. And you all came here to listen to him, and he's not prepared. <laughs> it's just not right. Anyways, uh, the questions he got here, uh, his first question is, what are some of your favorite OSTs from anime? He has an example being uh, Fairy Tale and Death Note. And I gotta agree with Death Note. I actually, I got really into uh, Maximum the Harmon, which was, uh, they did the What's Up People intro for the series, uh, the looks like 27th through the 37th episodes. Um, when I was watching that show, I ended up listening to that intro every single time I watch an episode and I end up getting really into that band I don't listen to it much so much anymore just because they're kind of really heavy metal and I kind of dropped away from that but still a really good OST I'll throw it to you we'll kind of go back and forth until we run out of ideas um I I was I went I went and looked it up because there was quite a few that I thought of that was pretty good but one of them that really stood out to me has got to be Tsukuyumi Moon Phase I thought that was just an absolutely epic overall background music uh opening intros outros it it was a really well done as far as music we had two that we really agreed upon and one of them was uno tawaro mono Mono. i i would agree with that one that That was really awesome all the music just fits the situation fits the atmosphere and they just did the cues very well and the other one we had was... Wolf Children. Wolf Children. That one I enjoyed so much, I ended up buying the OST on iTunes. It's up there if you guys want to get it. Um, that show just had some really beautiful music that every time I listen to it, it just I get right back into that world. And, and here's, here's one for you. Seeing as how I know that you really like it, and the few times that I've noticed it, it's, it, it sets itself up really well. What about Mushishi? Mushishi, yes, definitely. Every... All the musical cues they have in that show just fit with the, what's going on. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say necessarily that it's something I would listen to on a regular basis, but it's just really good music for the show itself. So that kind of goes coincides with it. Uh, clan added music. Every time I hear those jingles, all I can think about is the just the tears I've shed on that show. Yeah. So, uh, now, now if 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 I was just going for an intro, Watamote. I don't care. 
Well, and, we're going to get into that, actually. Does he Does he ask, ask us about yes, that? Yes, our next question on the oh, audio. There we go. What is your favorite OPs and EDs? I know I've asked this one before, but always nice to get some other opinions on ones that you might have missed. And, yeah. Watamote, any day of the week, I will point as my favorite opening. A close second would probably be the Urotaramono. Um, I thought that was an uh, uh, an awesome opening, and probably Here recently Brunhilder. Brunhilder is awesome. Is I epic love it. Intro, <laughs> <laughs> and we will eventually have that as one of our intros for the show. But we didn't want to blow all the. Good we didn't want to blow all the good ones. Yeah, but that one just—I have never heard something like that out of an anime, and I loved every minute of it. It's just um, the the violin kicking in with the the heavy uh, techno they got going on. It's just really awesome. I, I like Chobit's opening. mm Hmm. Oh yeah, I played that one to death. Probably made it to where you were sick of it. The <laughs> the intro for uh, Tokyo Ravens, the first one they had, I I listened to that one way too many times. <laughs> I have a couple of them on my song or my my uh, my uh, iTunes music, but I just have ooh haven't that. Them out. Speaking of which, uh, outro wise, I would have to say uh, Sunday Without a God. I know you liked that one. Yes, this, the outro of that one was absolutely awesome. Um, that is... Uh, who is that? I forget. I have them in my phone again. I can sit here and think of it. I can li- hear the entire thing in my head. I am not going to see oh, it the intro. <laughs> the intro to uh, uh, Sword Art Online was awesome. That was uh, Lisa Crossing Fields. That's also on iTunes. And that is a, a very beautiful song. I just love the... Every instrument playing in the background just shows what, what kind of skill they have in, in the music that they're doing. So that's definitely one that you should probably check out. I am like, still scrolling through here. Uh, Hello Sweetwalkers from uh, uh, Norgami. That was an amazing intro. I actually really like the, uh, the animation they had into it as well. Just like with Tokyo Ravens, the music and the animation they have going, it's very stylized and it just fits well with each other. Which is the same as Wadamote. <laughs> I think the Wadamote had some <laughs> the music <laughs> correlating with the the animation very well there, as as dark and evil. And plus, it seem. set it set it it set the setting strangely enough. It was kind of this angst type song that just fed right into the story. You could just say that she's psychotic, <laughs> and, it, and it meshes well with it. I can't seem to find that that girl in here. But oh well. Well, while you look at it, the third question that Neon asked is voice actors and voice actresses um, that are that you are. I'm guessing that you are a favorite a fan of that may persuade you to check out an anime that was not previously on your radar. And he points out Momoru Miyano. I'm gonna have to look that up to see who those are. I am really bad with names. Yeah. I can tell you, though, that when I was listening to Kawaii Radio back when they were on, and Pandora, and uh, iTunes Radio, every time I hear a really good song, I just am always led to check out the shows. Most of the time, it doesn't lead but to that's anything music. special. <laughs> that's music. He's asking about but voice I, actors. But I mean, yeah, the music itself is being done by the voice actor, and that's why I go for it. Ah, uh, I see. And then his second one was uh, Sawashiro uh, Miyuki. 
I'm I have to agree. I'm I'm har- I, I have a hard time remembering names, but there is one particular voice actress. I and I usually I know them when I hear them, just like my brother. Oh, you said after- voice actors. I'm sorry. I was thinking. I thought you meant artists. Okay, I am sorry. I told you. I even repeated it. No, she. He Apparently said voice actors. It. It's all right. <laughs> um, but when when you get to a point where you some of them will just stand out, and you just end up remembering their voice. One in particular to uh, my brother's chagrin, he hates this 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 voice actress, but Natsumi uh, Yanase. Uh, she has a very very unique voice. It's it's kind of nasally, and my brother absolutely cannot stand it because it get, grates on his nerves. But to me, it sta- it it sets her apart from the rest and makes her very unique. And she has this cutesiness to her voice that I just really like, and it just works for me. I. Again, I don't. I'm not good with names, but I do on a regular basis. Go, I totally know who that is, but I don't necessarily go after them. I, I really just take what I get. If the show's good and the voice actors are good, I just go with that. I don't really try to seek. I enjoy this voice voice actor, so thus I'm going to go watch this other show because they have no control over the show itself. So to think that just because the voice actress is good, meaning the show is going to be good. It's two entirely different things. I would probably be very disappointed if I try to do that. I, I would. But probably for a long time the there, they had the Sundere. Uh, I don't know who she was. Yeah, Sundere. She she's got like she, there's zero, just this one Shana, one Shana. voice for Sundere's that she's like every Sundere has got that same voice. She was the she was a girl. Uh, she was a uh, Taiga from uh, Toradora. She was all over the place for a while there, and I got sick of her. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Um, I did. I did go and look up a couple of the sh- shows. This is the girl from Little Buster's, uh, Kamori. Um, I ended up looking her up. She's in e- EF. I I looked her up in that one. It's same exact uh, distinguishing factors to her voice, and I I went across to a few of them. I've looked them up. I haven't actually watched them. I do plan on watching EF, but I haven't actually done that yet. To backtrack a little bit, uh, Mikako. Komatsu, that was the girl that did uh, the closing for Sunday Without a God. Fortunately, she's not on iTunes, um, but she has a beautiful voice. Yes, um, she does. And the other one that I had was the intro for uh, Devil Survivor. Yeah, I believe it was Devil Survivor. That was a that was a really good one too. Now, yeah. anyways, next one. Name your guilty pleasure anime. That may not be something that you would call a good anime, but one you can rewatch. You don't think Planet After Story is necessarily good? I know, anime? right? Or Claymore? <laughs> I thought you were obsessed with those two. You have to, you have to tell us why you don't believe Claymore, which I believe you've said several times is a good show, is not necessarily a good anime. <laughs> and how can you possibly put Clanet as a bad story? I don't care if it After Story. It's one of those. Just- if it's one of those that you can rewatch, I mean, and I have to say, I I think that is absolutely a gorgeous anime. I don't see how you could possibly say it's a bad anime. I, I can't really think. <laughs> it, it's rare that I rewatch an anime, so if it's one that I rewatch, it's going to be one that I would call good. So I don't necessarily think I have any good answers for this one. I can say which ones I've rewatched that, and which I said is rare. Uh, Clanad, Canon. Uh, Gunslinger Girls, Wolf Children. Uh, I'm currently would, rewatching uh, Kokoro Connect. Those are really good ones that I rewatch. I would say a guilty pleasure would be more along the lines of a show that everybody looks at you kind of funny, like 
why do you watch that kind of junk? And 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 but you can't help it. You just love it. And that would probably be. I would probably be my uh, club shows and my my harems. I love harems. I why I love them so much. I don't know. They just. They're funny and goofy and silly. If I can leave out the rewatching part, uh, ones that people would probably think that's weird for me to watch is uh, the uh, when Sakata cries or when they cry series. That was that was definitely one that when somebody walks in the door, you probably pause it because it is sick and and screwed up. So yeah. But rewatching, I'm always I always have to go back to uh, to Tenchi. Tenchi. I, I love Tenchi. <laughs> you rewatch that one, and that is it. That's one that we would not necessarily call good. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't call wow. it good, but wow. I keep going back to it for some strange reason. I was actually thinking of rewatching Love Hina, and that one's one that I would. I, re- I, I would good think. These days. I would think. I, I, I've been thinking about that one too. I was thinking of buying it and just doing a full watch one day, just to <laughs> torture myself. It's just one of those ones that you. There's so many shows that way back in the day that we watched that we thoroughly enjoyed back in the day, but that was back when we didn't know it came from the Japan. Not really. I wouldn't go that far. We didn't really know the Japanese culture and then know the anime culture that well. I mean, we didn't have internet back then, kind of stuff. And so looking back now, it's like I watched that show and love hina is definitely one of those ones where i can't really think of why i enjoyed that but of course that was one that really introduced me to a lot of the tropes i can't say it was tropish because it was the first case where i seen this every time the guy walks in the room he gets punched out the roof and into the sky and you see the glimmer of light (laughs) that kind of stuff or yeah just walking into a room on somebody that that was really the first point in which i was introduced to that trope so so how about comedies in general Anyone that just that is just great for what it is, and why why do I even try? Try (laughs) how about comedies in general? Anyone that was just great for what it was, or and I'm terrible at reading too, apparently, (laughs) and has to be laughing nonstop. Uh, he he puts down down, my bride is is a mermaid and pet girl of sucker a shall. Sakurai had a lot of good moments in it. I have not watched My Bride as a Mermaid. I, I haven't. I, I plan on it soon. It's going to be one of those catch up on type things. Okay. First one would probably be on top of both of our lists is definitely uh, the Jungle uh, Jungle Law. Yeah. I, 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 I'm surprised you got these two on there. So obviously you haven't seen Goo. Go do it and, and come back. It, that is your assignment, Neon. The first segments of Recorder and Ronsel was good. The fr- yeah, the first season of Recorder and On Sale was good. The, cur- the first season. Tenori no, uh, if you want uh, something re- recent, Tenori Sin- no Seki-kun. The first season of Sinyu was good, too. Uh, well, with Sinyu, the problem is you're going to be led to feel like you're going to want to watch the second don't. season. Don't Just bother. Don't. Just I Sinyu, to me, as a package deal, don't bother. Random. But it was the first season was good, so it, it it's it's a that one is question questionable. The second season of Recorder and Sale wasn't that bad, but it just was it didn't fun. have the it didn't have the same charm as the first season. So it was only so many times you could do the we caught you with a small child, so we're gonna arrest you thing. Well, no, it it, <laughs> it started going into a totally different animal, and, and it started going into the Shota versus uh, Lollycon thing that they were going with the the second the the sister and the the boy from the um from the school and it just didn't work i'm gonna have two two i'm gonna preface this with two uh points one 
I question a lot of the content in it. And two, um, I've already forgot the second one. But anyways, <laughs> Golden Boy was is oh, my second point was that it's actually probably funnier than in Jungle Bond Allo Nuichigu. And that's Golden Boy. Ooh, that, show that is that is a tough hilarious. Yeah, but was. again, I question a well, lot of the content. He, if if you have no problem with um with uh is that was was that a zombie or is that a zombie? You're you're not gonna have a problem with Golden Boy. Just go and watch it. You'll 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 laugh. Oh, I'm just saying forever. For everybody else uh, from left to right. I mean, you're gonna laugh. Yeah, it, it does have questionable content. So be aware of that. But man, that was. <laughs> I could always think of that one moment where he comes in after training all night in a basement with a keyboard made out of paper (laughs) to learn how to program because he wants to work at this place full of women that he thinks are all hot. And he just like has this struck off face as he looks at the screen. He's like, what what is this? (laughs) What is this? Oh, that was a great show. C-Base? Uh, is that, like, third base? Clonod, Clonod, it's not really too much about the comedy, but the comedy is in there, and the comedy is priceless. So many good moments, especially, and they're very cute moments, too. Like, my, my, one of my favorite points was when he was uh, he was trying to make Fuko think that she uh, she had... She does a little thing where she, she starts daydreaming, and... <laughs> whenever she snap, whenever she's in her daydream, he'll set up something so that when she snaps out of it, she thinks something tragic happened. It just falls off, and so he <laughs> he sticks this girl next to him and says, "Act like you're me." And he goes around the corner, oh. and she wakes up, and she's like, "Where where did Tomoya go?" And she's like, "I'm Tomoya." He's like, "You can't be. You're a girl." And he's like, "Well, I just kind of fall off," <laughs> and she's like, "No way!" She's like super gullible. Uh, milk the milk in the nose was was priceless. Yes, very much so. Yeah, that's, I think we I think we hit enough there. <laughs> All right, Neil. Oh yeah, and Hineko. We totally forgot about Hineko. Hineko was, was was that was, that was really a good. gem. That was definitely worth the time. Uh, hentai the stony hentai prince and a stony cat. Um, yeah. Thank you, Neon, for your for your stuff. Let's us get into. It. Well, we don't really have enough time, but I did want to do a little thing. Um, because he has asked it before, and I do kind of want to kind of lean and explain that real quick. What is your favorite taste in, in anime genres, if you want to call it that? My favorite taste in anime genres? Um, psychological thrillers is definitely a big notch up there for my likes. I enjoy romance comedies, but I don't like circles. I don't like... You know, where there's more than one, and there's this whole tension the entire time. Um, I just I don't care for it. I, I think most of the time it just doesn't really logically fit in the real world. Um, because I've never had more than one girl like me, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm jaded. Um, but yeah, usually just uh, psychological thrillers and, and romance comedies. I really enjoy them. How strange! That's uh, I would have said the same thing, and I I, I figured that our tastes were just so far apart it's just hard to find good ones for me and if i don't if it if it doesn't catch me well psychological thrillers you should know that that's definitely a must for me but the romance comedies i can see why you'd think that would be a questionable one for me but it's just i have a really particular taste so it's hard to find those good ones that's why clanad's up my top list cannot canon's up there uh kokoro connects up there if you look at my list you'll see nothing but romance comedies and psychological thrillers yeah 
And that's really what's on my list, honestly. I, I, I tend to be more open with the comedy thing, so that's why club shows tend to show up on my, my list occasionally. But um, I do love the psychological thrillers. I love the sick, twisted characters, and I love the comedies, and I love romance. I think because the, the psychological thrillers is really where Japan's just, for some reason, excels. Because they they do things that America don't necessarily... Uh, it fits doesn't fit the American's taste, and that's really when you get into that stuff. That's where really, really where you start to dive into the minds of different people than what we're like. We're of course Americans, so we're used to growing up American movies, American writing, and to dive into anime is really where we're venturing off into learn into different creative minds and. It just really shines in in psychological thrillers yeah. because they do things that are just way out of the norm. They catch you off guard and they're always surprising you. Now, I, I I'm not I, I don't want to jump off of your what you were saying, but um, I, if I had to say a neutral spot where it, anything outside of these these pretty particular shows, we will check them out. I I like high fantasies, but I don't tend to go out of my way for them. Um, but slices slice of life is about the the point in which I kind of neutral out on. That's I used to really like slice of life, but it's just yeah. it seems like anymore if it's slice of life, it's school related, and I've I've just it burned out for it. Yeah, school life is not one that I really particularly go for. It I do like them because they are technically slice of life, but I I there's a certain point you go down that road. Yeah, really. I mean if. I, I'll check it out and I'll I'll see if it's it's got anything new to offer as far as it and that's why that's why slice of life I'm kind of iffy on I it, if it has something new to 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 present to me then I'll then I'll check it out but generally they kind of do the same thing and it's it's really about how how much can can you honestly dramatize something somebody's gonna die or something you know I it's it's not like the writing's bad it's just there's we've already seen it done before so yeah when you see the character start coughing and you know that's the character the guy likes it's like we really gonna do this again (laughs) are we really gonna have the main girl die or is she gonna get really sick and the very end he's gonna say i'm standing by you or something yeah (sighs) we should probably move on to the show we really should (laughs) and again thank you so much for the questions keep them coming we love we love answering the questions Helps us get to know you better, helps you get to know us better, all that kind of good jazz. And if anybody else is out there, definitely hit up our forums. Uh, if you go to TalkingSpirit.com, go to forums at the top, register. If you have any problems registering, I know we have a code system in there to prevent bots. So if you have any trouble registering, you can just send me a tweet at Zerule36, Z-E-R-U-E-L 36, or California underscore Wolf, which is Chris, and we'll, we'll get you signed up. So yeah. We'll move on to our first impressions for spring 2014 anime season. And we're going to go through, we're mainly going to try to hit all the ones that we think are the most promising that we want to talk about. Um, But if we have time, we're going to go into the ones that are more iffy and then on to the reasons why we dropped a few ones that we want to note. But we're going to start in right into the good ones, (laughs) so to speak, for now. Um, The first one we have is Black Bullet. So tell us about Black Bullet. Lolly Armies. Enough said. That's all you need to say. Okay. No game. 
Yeah, this one this one actually has a very interesting world that they're developing, and that's what's caught me snagged. At first, I was afraid of it because it did feel a lot like uh, Unbreakable Machine Doll, where you had a guy who has this uh, not-human girl with him, and she's, like, really, really young, but yet she's trying to seduce him, um, and she can totally kick the crap out of things with her fists and feet. And that really just... It felt too much like Unbreakable Machine Doll. But then they kind of, right at the end of the first episode, they snagged me because they have this world where there's these... Uh, essentially what happened is the world got attacked by what, or what called Gastria. And this Gastria infection is creating these gigantic beasts that are attacking the world. They managed to subdue it by creating these large pillars made out of this special material. And so it happens that people, when they get infected by this Gastria over time they will burst the, the the host will explode and the beast will come out of them but if a pregnant woman gets infected by the gastria she will birth a girl only girls and they're people have called them uh cursed children and they're basically kind of semi-gastria but they're actually girls and these girls have the ability to actually take out the gastria because they're just so strong and brute force and fast and all this kind of stuff. Very angry too, until they can they can learn to control that, and that's when they become the right. And they take inje- injections to subdue it. And well, this company they'll take the girls, the cursed children, bring them into the uh, into their company. They will assign them to what they call a was it a it starts with a P. But anyways, these men will basically be their guides, and it follows one guy that has a promoter one of those girls. Or? promoter. Yes, and the girls are called initiators, the ones that are actually cursed children made into fighting dolls, or what do you want to call them. Um, but yeah, the, the world they created was very interesting because you have this, everybody kind of has a fear of the cursed children. They call them cursed children, which is kind of screwed up. And there's kind of a prejudice against them. They'll, uh, they just see them as monsters. And it's really sad at the very end of the first episode because they had the girls in this area that was initially attacked by the Gastria, and they're looking off into the distance where humans are living and thriving and enjoying daily life, and they're the ones that are the ones protecting the humans, and yet they're sitting there, these small children that have been rejected by society because of who they are, not by choice. And it was just a very sad scene, and ever since that moment, I got really connected to it. What do you think? I, 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 I like Inju and I think she's awesome. And I mean, why, why, why ask me anything else? I, as, as you said before that I get stuck on one character. Only character. That, he's, that's he's, it. He's, he's done. He's done a 10 for 10. 10 out of 10. 5, 5. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> ten no out game, five. no life. No game, no life. This is the one that I. Well, no, no, let me go ahead. And, let me go ahead and and, and do this one since you got ahead. since yeah. you had Black Bolt. Although Chiaka, I, I don't think you break. even watched, did you? The first few minutes. <laughs> okay, do go. No game, no life. No game, no life is about uh, a guy. Oh, well, uh, basically a uh, hikineet. Was it called hikineet? Hikimori. Hikimori. Um, basically a, a shut-in neat. Uh, no life, no education, no training, nothing. They just do does nothing all day except for play video games. And his sister, who is the same thing, and they are just genius game players. And they hate the real world because it's a world without rules, and you'll fail. So they just they just stick with their video games where there's laws that they can learn and you know complete and 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 succeed at. 
uh, one time they get one one day they get a email or they get an email from somebody unknown person. They click on it. It brings them to a game of chess. They play chess all night trying to beat this guy, and they win it. So they get taken to another world where this god who challenged them says, "This is a world where everything is solved with games." So you choose a game, you choose the rules, you say what you're going to bet, and it is final. If whoever wins, wins. If somebody cheats, the other side wins. It is the world that they would you would think they would think is perfect, but... There's, uh, there's, ten, there's ten foundational laws to this world, and, and they all, it goes through how the games are played and how, how, how everything is solved through the games and, and everything like that. Um... First of all, uh, I don't like the art style, <laughs> and I think you agree, sort of. I like the art style. I don't the like coloring. the coloring. The coloring, right. Gotcha. That's exactly. Um, well, I think the characters are kind of sloppy looking, but it is a good style in itself. But yeah, I agree with you. It's just, for some it looks like they're trying to go for like a, 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 a 3D effect, and you're, you, I'm missing my glasses or something, because they got like this weird, was it pink outline to the characters every now and then, mm. and then half the time it's gray or something. I that that is by far the one thing that I absolutely despise. But that being said, you it's do give promise. up. It, it it does have a lot. The, of that last episode that I watched, I was it kind of got my hopes back up on it because I did kind of find the whole the girl bet him uh, something ended up being you know pretty much her, you know being his and so oh so you didn't see the chess match yet. no i just watched that one she started struggling with the fact that every single time he would do something he she would be forced to see him in a light of like <laughs> super romantic perfect man and and she's constantly struggling with this and beating her head against the wall because she's being forced to see him as that it was really funny but of course did they did they continue it in the, the stethoscope <laughs> were they killing that joke though Okay. That, that joke was done. Um, actually, the next episode goes into a chess match, and it, I have to say that was by by far the most bizarre chess game I ever seen. And I I love the the fact that although I've seen uh, uh, the concept of games as a rule to choose to do things and. In this world, it seems like the the I got a lot of vibes of uh, what was that dog one, the dog and cat world, no, dog days. I immediately thought of that. I know it's not the same. But I'm, I, 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 I yeah, I, I get being transferred saying. here. They solve everything with these goofy games kind of thing. Well, I I got more of a vibe of 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 a show called um, Problem Children are coming from another world, aren't they? And that one had more the 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 reality of what is in the show where a game decides everything from political power to um your own name you you can lose your name in a game of cards i mean it, everything is solved specifically from games whereas no uh dog days was more like political structure mm -hmm. it's 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 a replacement for war itself not necessarily a game um one of the things that I do like about this is that it, it seems to place a lot more value on it in a in a in a in a, in a weaker t form of saying it like um, problem children uh, it it was more of a they need to get back from where they were which this has got but in this one everything is solved by that 
I mean, quite literally to, I, I bump you in the shoulder. I don't like you. Let's have a game to solve. Let's, let's have a game to see who bump, who should say sorry. <laughs> and, 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 and there is no limits. So, I mean, you could literally sell yourself into slavery through the games. So I do kind of like that realist, realistic aspect to it. Um, on the other hand, like I said, like we said before, the the art, the coloring is just. Yeah. I, one thing I actually really enjoy about the show is it doesn't seem like they're using the they're not doing the typical trope of the brother and sister being in love or having sexual tension between the two. It's just really this guy seems to they just they're just brother and sister like through and through. They're really close, and yeah, they'll 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 crack a joke about it every now and then, but. It it's not like irregular at Magic High, which we're going to talk I, about in a minute, where they're constantly saying, trying to shove down your throat that they could possibly be together. And that, and I have to agree. I think that that was well done on the on the on their on their point. I mean, even when it was one of those, when, when we first went into this, it was like, oh gosh, another another bro con siscon, uh, <laughs> another one, <laughs> they return. And then and then and then in the second second episode, it really kind of like slammed that down it, the guillotine just came down and said no um there, it is that. a joke there is no more than that and right. and I, I like that how they did that we should move on yes uh selector no i'm sorry chaka chai chaika chaika the coffin princess chaka. um i have watched a few more episodes than you on this one it is about a i'm not upset about that <laughs> <laughs> it's about a boy who has uh who's going out and he's hunting or something i don't know why he's in the forest but he was in the forest his sister was mad because he's a loser yeah his his sister's mad yeah that that so he's, he's hunting but she thinks that he doesn't do anything so we'll go with that um the the coffin princess he bumps into the coffin princess in the forest um after a little bit of talking they bump into this weird unicorn looking thing that apparently is out for blood um they get chased they get chased around <laughs> You love my, my synopsis, huh? I got the mental image of a crazy, <laughs> foaming at the mouth unicorn chasing him down. It pretty much is. And I mean, he's running with a gigantic <laughs> coffin with her black eyelashes going on, or eyeliners. You, 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 you're, you're, you're describing exactly what I'm talking about. This is what happened. Uh, there was no foam. The okay. There was no foam. <laughs> I was say, I'm totally watching this now. <laughs> there, was a cra- there, was a crazy, there was a crazy unicorn, but no foam. Um, they... You come to find out that the the boy he has some kind of weird power that um make uh, that that oh, makes he has it where a strange he's, power. Yeah, he has a strange power that makes oh. him really strong and fast or something like oh. that. Um, and so he distracts the uh, the unicorn and keeps him busy while the coffin princess uh, conjures some spell that makes it to where she can shoot her big super gun at mm. the unicorn and kill him. So that from that point they team up and go forth into the storyline. Uh, world building is decently well done because they keep making references to back backstoryline to the world. Um, the world is coming together very well. Um, nothing feels left out. Um, it seems like they're trudging along directly on the. Um, the storyline as far as how Chiaka is and who she is and how she fits into this world. Um, one thing I do want to point out is that it 
there is an aspect of it that looks like it can become semi-episodic um, because she is retrieving artifacts. I, I'm going to say artifacts. I'm not going to say exactly what they are. Um, she's re- recovering artifacts from different places in the world. So where that would that naturally lead to? The episodic uh, one part per, per episode or two episodes, however you want to look at it. But the world is interesting and um, the things that are going on in this world are interesting. So hopefully that might be enough to make it not feel so episodic. All right, that's Chaki Chaika, the Coffin Princess. I'm going to try to say the name after we finish talking about it. That way, if anybody's skimming, they go, man, that sounds really cool. They'll remember what the name of it was or whatever. Um, our next one is Selector Infected Wixas. I don't want you to talk about this because you're going to bash it. No, <laughs> uh, This is about a girl who just recently moves to live with her grandma, goes to a new school. Um, as she goes to the school, she doesn't really interact with people much. She isn't really interested in meeting new friends. But her grandma's kind of a little bit uh, upset that she's not finding friends. She's, she fears for her. Um, her brother, in response to that, gives her a deck of what's called Wixos. It's a big time card game that all the girls are playing because all the idols talk about how they're playing it, so all the girls are getting into it. Um, but in actuality, the reason why it's so popular is because there's a special aspect to these cards. Some people... Secretly, some people will pull a a special card that is it's a it's, it has a certain character in that card, and that thus they become a selector or a selector. Um, a selector basically becomes a a girl that can play this card battling game in a alternate reality, and if they win enough, they will have they will become the crown girl or something like that, and they will be able to. Uh, have their wish granted. Well, the reason why all the idols are trying to push the game is because they're also selectors and they're trying to get, get girls to play it and get become selectors so that they can go and beat them, essentially. Um, but this girl, she gets the card. She doesn't really have any kind of dreams, uh, but she kind of goes along with it. Uh, eventually, she meets this other girl who has her own dreams. They battle each other. They become friends. And it's kind of just going with that whole concept. Now, <laughs> I really enjoy the dark feel of it. I actually thought this show was going to be the next Madoka Magica. I thought it was going to tear down the walls of a typical card game, which I absolutely despise. So that's why I went into it hoping it was going to be a good show. Um, because the PV was very dark. What we got is it has a dark feel to it, but it is a very fake drama involved with it. Um, this recent episode just kind of confirmed it for me. I got to the point where I was like, okay, this is just a card show. It has a dark gloom to it, but there is really no, there's no, uh, there's no hook. There's nothing to say you have to do this because of this. You have a character that has no dreams, no wishes. You have characters with dreams and wishes that I don't even care about, so that's not going to hook me. I don't care that this girl over here has a wish that she will be accepted for loving her brother. I don't care. Uh, the girl has no dreams. I don't care for her. Uh, girl wants friends. She's already got friends. I don't care for her. There's no hook. So what we're left with is every battle, they have these overdramatic explosions of cards that apparently is hurting them, even though it's not. You have uh, this idol manipulating girls to go uh, get the main protagonist so that she can card battle her. And they're acting like they're psychotically possessed, even though they're not. 
They're just trying to make it feel dark, even though there is no threat. I'm hoping that eventually they'll have that threat, but after it was on three or fourth episode, it's not there. I'm not thinking it's gonna be there. So I I have a lot of hope for it. I wanted it to be good, but I end up dropping it for my impressions. I'm still kind of watching it. I'm not sure when I'm gonna eventually drop it. I'm just hoping eventually something will pop up. Well, um, <laughs> so squee and tell them how amazing it is because the main character's cute or the main card is cute and you have to watch it forever because of that. I forgot about Tama. I mean, I wasn't Tama. even thinking about Tama there for Battle. a second, but yeah, Tama is pretty awesome. Um, I, I think the, the, the show looks really good. Um, I do like the, the dark atmosphere that it, that it portrays. Um, I have to unfortunately agree with my brother. It, I have not seen the last episode, so I have to admit that that is kind of frustrating that I can't I can't argue that point. But um, I do have to admit that by the third episode, if the hook hasn't come in and just sunk itself, I'm a little bit worried about how long I'm going to have to wait until the hook appears. And if it goes if it goes by what it would no- naturally be in in most anime. That means that the real hook won't appear until episode seven, and I don't really want to watch a card battling game for seven episodes. That's the other problem, even as a card battling game, I was getting you ready don't to say really that. Ha- okay, you were going to get into that. I the the unfortunately, I, and 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 this is I I kind of ha- see this in twofold because I agree with what my brother says. Is un- unfortunately, I have no idea what's going on in the card battles. I have no clue. They're, all they're doing is popping up and they're saying uh, promote, 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 and then shooting stuff back and forth from each the other. The only thing I've gotten is the promoting. Yeah, that's the only thing they've really explained. Or they didn't really explain it. You just kind of get it. They 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 get stronger. Well, and they okay, also but what 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 constitutes them being able to promote something? Right, and what constitutes one being able to attack endlessly on one side while the other is sitting there doing nothing? Yeah, it doesn't and explain why. There's no the, how. Yeah, what what is their resource system? I mean. I it, this is going into me being a uh, a, car, a person who played card games. You you have to have a resource system, and if there's no, it, it, they haven't explained any resource system in this game. So how is that going to work into that? Si- it's like there's there's different ways you can build your deck. You can have this kind of a deck and this kind of a deck, but they don't explain why it's called that and, and, or and, and, what it and, does. But now on on the on the flip side of the token, I don't expect to have oh, that. I don't want them over explain it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want information dumps that 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 would be absolutely stupid. yeah you'd have but, you'd have one tearing up the other one and all of a sudden on the sign line oh no they're doing this technique which does this and this and this and this and they show all these cars and they're coming towards each other and these little diagrams are coming and, up and, and, i don't and, want and that's, that and that's and that's where that's where i sit i sit here and i want to argue the point that i don't necessarily think that they're doing it bad but at the same time i don't necessarily think that i uh, i can't I can't enjoy something that I don't understand, and I think that for once I'm actually arguing for that, and I don't like that. <laughs> well, it's just really a case of, like I said, if if they were doing a, ter- a, a Madoka Magica deconstruction thing, I would be fine with it because it would be doing something different, and I'd be more involved with the characters in the story. But like I said, I don't care about these characters' dreams. One has none. One wants to be a, a, a wants to to love her brother. One well, <laughs> wants friends that already has friends. So if there's nothing outside of the card game, well, at the same time, what's going on the card game? At the same time, I, I I hate to say this, but if you look at what I mean, if you look at the synopsis, it says that the these characters are going to be there's girls disappearing because of 
um, uh, wrath and envy and 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 lust and all that junk, and and that's one of the things that kind of interested us in the first place. But and and obviously the girl that that has the the brocon thing is obviously lusting after her brother. So yeah, that was the only thing I can think of is that they're just slowly getting worse. But necessar- technically, the 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 siscon is toned down the last episode, um, and. I guess the friend, I don't know, she just she doesn't seem to be wanting to accept friends even though she does. I can see like the idol where she's completely psychotic with envy, and I can see maybe the the uh the girl that she's envying, the other idol, maybe she has some kind of darkness in her. I can see them developing on the idea of that element building in them so much that they go crazy. But again, it's they haven't shown me that it's possible or that it's going to happen. Uh, the other aspect I can see is that the the cars themselves have their own ambitions, their own desires. Because one of them realizes that the, the you know the girl that has, wants friends, she's technically getting friends. So she, he's he's happy or she's happy about her getting friends, but they're also going well. Isn't that a bad thing for you? And then there's also the element of Tama being obviously something dark and 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 has her own element in there that's why that's the those those three possibilities are why i'm still watching it but it's not showing it to me so i'm not doing the impressions on it because i'm just going to keep saying how much i hate it until if it does pop back up you'll see me doing impressions so again. tell tell us about the one that you do like <laughs> no 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 that's no, buried treasure i don't necessarily like the show i enjoy a certain <laughs> character which is completely your game which surprises me <laughs> Uh, this is a show about a boy who moves to an island that is basically a big, gigantic uh, place for students, essentially. There's colleges, there's middle schools, there's high schools, and there's dorms, there's research facilities. It is just a big, man-made island. It was made by a group called the uh, the Something Sevens, the Great Sevens. And back a long time ago, uh, this Great Sevens was essentially led by one girl, na na and she was way into the idea of building this world, but she didn't have any money. She didn't have any people that want to pay. So she went looking for treasures. She got really into the idea of looking for these treasures, looking in tombs. Uh, she eventually found this uh, so much treasure that she paid to build this island herself. Um, now he's on this island. He's now finding that this, this apartment that he prepaid for an entire year to live in with no refunds, Ends up that apartment room has the ghost of na 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 because she was murdered ten years prior by someone they don't know who murdered her. Um, but this- I, I got the impression that nobody wants to live with her. So <laughs> somebody maybe really likes pudding, and her still likes pudding. Um, but yeah, she really likes pudding. Uh, but come to find out, she's got all these treasures still buried in in ruins scattered throughout the island. People are still discovering where these these magical ruin rooms are. These could be like a room in a shopping mall. You'll open up, and it will just open up to another world, essentially, of contraptions and, and puzzles that you have to solve in order to get one of her treasures. And she also has special uh, treasures that are essentially, they have special abilities about them. There's a, there's a tea kettle that you put water in, and it makes tea. No bags required. Uh, there's a scepter that can control mind or it can manifest desires. But yeah, it, it, it's essentially a comedy slash kind of action uh, show. Uh, I I really like the animation style. I don't like how much they use the CG in the ruins. It gets really overbearing. 
Uh, I like Nanana. She's very clever. Uh, she has her own personality to her. Uh, my favorite right now is... I do not remember her name off the top of my head anymore. Uh, she is a great detective, or self-proclaimed pro proclaimed, uh, great detective. I thought she was going to be a typical um, brainchild, small kid kind of thing, but she actually turns out to have a really interesting uh, characteristic to her. She's... She's brilliant, but she also has a lot of flaws that are obvious, and she doesn't she doesn't do the Sundete thing about it. She really just accepts when somebody helps her with those flaws, and she's just really very adorable in that whole thing. But she has a trap <laughs> trap assistant, which is really annoying. But they haven't really they haven't really made it uncomfortable, so I'm okay with it. But yeah, Good I don't think I've I don't think I've watched the last episode. So they get um, they get they get trapped in the shopping mall. I I honestly I haven't given up on this show. It's still on my watch list right now. I I'm not as into it as my brother is. It's just the characters to me just haven't sold themselves as well. I mean, not very good chemistry. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not feeling much of the characters. Nana is okay. The the great detective, yeah, she was she was good for a chuckle here and there. Um, this the trap was really, if that, you like her or not. The trap, the trap, I, I, I had no care for at all. And the main protagonist, I really, I don't, I don't see much in him. So, unfortunately, this show has not really caught my attention too much. It looks good, but that's about it. I think her name was Tyson. Yeah, no, Tensai. Tensai is the de detective girl. Yeah, you'll, you'll know if you'll like Tensai based off this last episode, and that was episode four or three. But no, I agree with you. The world is interesting. The characters have no chemistry, really. Um, like I said, the only thing that really snagged me to keep watching was Tenzai. I actually kind of like her character. But outside of her, it it doesn't really look like it's going to go anywhere. It really just looks like... Uh, they do have An artifact one new, a week. <laughs> I thought that, but then this recent episode kind of jumped it off that rail and there's a possibility of some conflict happening there between uh one of the the club members and the old uh great seven so i'm hoping that rivalry that's coming up will have something interesting in it um i'm hoping it doesn't just turn around and say look i'm sorry i had to do it for a reason let's be friends again that'll that'll probably make me turn it off Okay, for time constraints, let me go ahead and knock out a couple of these. Date A Live looks interesting. It's still doing pretty good. Uh, Fairy Tale looks gorgeous with the new revamp. Um, and I, I love the new opening. That's why we chose that one. Nisekoi, uh, same, same old, same old. Uh, they've added a new character, and she's really cute. Um, but now it makes it a love like pentagon now um <laughs> uh, we've got tenori no seki kun any thoughts for this this I part i have not watched any of this season ah oh, no it's it's one of those ones that's like <laughs> it's a I short think about it, I'm like, i gotta watch it and then what but i never think about it so yeah it's 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 still as funny as ever so okay I'll now go down. back to the the main line you haven't watched real story uh, this show is about a classroom of uh of assassins I love it. Every every one of them are sick and twisted. Downside, this is technic this is tagged as a Yuri and the Yuri is there. It hasn't come out in the forefront yet, but it's obviously there. I mean, I mean the main character is obviously in love with the 
this secondary characters. So, but they have not done any Yuri scenes per se. So just be aware of that. Um, but it does have a lot of sick, twisted characters, and I love the way they think. I love the um, the, the interactions. Um, everybody is all, all constantly on uh, standoffish type um, feeling. Uh, it's on my watch list, and I'm 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 excited about it and, and enjoying it. All right, real story of Devil. That was that one. Um, the next one I'm gonna do is the Irregular at Magic High School. So that way you can actually take a breather for a second. Um, the Irregular at Magic High School uh, covers a boy. Uh, he totally slipped my mind who his, what his name is, but nobody cares. He just the brother. <laughs> well, let me let me lay out the world itself. Uh, essentially, this is in the future. World War Three happened. Um, the only thing that really kept the world from destroying itself was the intervention of magic. Uh, it's not really the magic that you know where people make incantations or write runes down or whatever. They, they essentially made a scientific version of it. Uh, they, people wear these things called CADs, which are cast assistant devices or something like that. And what essentially they do is they cast through that. They, they channel what they call Scion onto this, this device and they, they, they create a spell. Well, each of these nations are trying to vigorously create better and more stronger mages so that they will be the top nation. Well, this takes place at a particular nation where they have this uh, magic high school, the first magic high school. And at this first magic high school, they bring in anybody with kind of potential of magic. Uh, the only real downside to it is that there's a, there's a, there's a class system essentially there that people have... Uh, inadvertently created their course one students and their course two students which essentially means that there are what they call blooms which are people with high magic uh, potential and then there are course two students which are called weeds which are low potential uh the main character is one of those weeds uh low potential mainly because they have no way of gauging his ability he has very unique and strong capabilities but the test that tests people's potential doesn't go by that it just goes through brute magical force well his sister she has high potential so she's a bloom or a, a course one and they kind of struggle between uh the discrimination that's happening in the school and on a regular basis they recently kind of uh revealed what is causing that discrimination but it was kind of already there because you know it's, it's given that if you have a school full of a bunch of idiots One's going to think he's better than the other one because he's a bloomer um, and the other person's a weed. Uh, eventually, uh, the main character uh, gets invited to join the school council. Uh, they can't really have him join the, the actual school council, so he joins a disciplinary group. The disciplinary group will, of course, go about the school, stop conflicts. But the interesting thing is he's a weed, so it's already causing issues because a weed is taking down blooms. And that's the whole point behind the chairman of the disciplinary committee is because she's trying to break that discrimination by using him to prove that weeds are not, you know, trash. That he can be that person that will take the side of the weed and the side of the bloom and judge it accordingly. Plus he has the ability to essentially know what a person is casting as they're casting it, which is a very unique and special ability because there's like a thousand different letters in the in the in the magical alphabet to to be uh, 
simplified, I guess, is how they simplify it. So it's, it's very crazy that he's able to do that. The show itself, at first, I was kind of afraid because it was going to be strictly there in a high school, which, again, I don't like school settings as much anymore, so it has to have something in there to really grip me. Uh, the animation in the episode one was absolutely amazing with the music bumping in there, and that's what kind of grabbed me. It hasn't been as spectacular as the first episode since then, but the aspect of the discrimination and why it's there in this recent episode kind of broadened it to explain what is causing it, and it was a lot more involved with the other nations. It's starting to grab me again, and I'm I'm kind of hoping that there'll be a good a good story behind it. The downsides of the show, they absolutely butcher the joke of sibling relationships. I'm assuming at some point we're going to get a big reveal that they're not really blood related. That's all I can think is going to happen. But for now, it's really just every two seconds, the girl is freezing a table because she's jealous because the guy is talking about the girl being around him. In the last episode I seen, she killed him. She, yeah. No, that, yeah, it was the, 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 pre, <laughs> the episode three. Yeah, she literally killed him um we're assuming killed him because he went into some subconscious thing and went into a repair mode and it's like and then he wakes up to her going oh sorry i overdid it really <laughs> it's like wow but yeah and then in the following episode every two seconds she froze the counter because they were talking about him being with some mibu girl and the whole scene where she did clothe herself and it's just i i don't know if what they're yeah. doing. You know, how we, were, they you know the how we were eyes. You know how we were praising No Game No Life for how they kind of like put the guillotine down, look, this is gonna be a joke and that's it. This one, yeah, instead of putting a guillotine, they put a like rocket pack on it and just said, Look, we're gonna be doing this. Well, yeah, one, one <laughs> moment they're in a hallway and he he not just pats her on the head, he slides his hand across the side of her cheek in like a very romantic, gentle touch. It's like I just I just hope eventually they'll say they're not really blood related. But anyways, we'll right. Dragon. That was uh, the regular at Magic High School. We're moving on to Dragonar Academy. Okay. Um, Zero no Kaimi season. Yeah, three. I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. Hey, the, it didn't. It, that one didn't bother me so much, and this one is kind of like the spiritual successor to it. It's kind of almost backwards but at the same time it's still the 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 sundere is still the the dominant uh, yeah the dominant character I gotta, dom- so. I gotta dominate you thing yeah it did they go as it, far as whips and dog chains no okay then we're, we're okay but she keeps calling him a dog so oh, we got that anyways <laughs> it's in there it's in there um it works it does pretty good um it does i what i do really like about this is the world is interesting and the only way I can really say it is it's a world of dragons and these people are the controllers of dragons and he has a special dragon, which is that girl. So um, it is interesting. So I say, check it out. Also on a side note, we were really worried from the PV. It looked like it was going to be extremely etchy. Apparently the manga is way, way uh, revealing. Yeah. Oh, it's it's really etchy too. Yeah, full frontals and everything. Well, technically, you could say that she does a lot of full frontals, but you don't see anything. I well, mean, this shows everything. It, so, <laughs> um, at any rate, I, I what I wanted to point out was that so far, 
as of episode what four now, I have not seen anything really blatantly bad. Okay. All right. That is Dragon Arcanemy. Uh, next one, I'm gonna try. I'm trying to mix them up so that you don't talk too much or I don't talk too much. Well, if you keep doing that, I'm gonna have like five of them. In a row. <laughs> we're, we're doing all right so far. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna be good. Uh, Mushishi Zoku Shao. This is basically Mushishi. I think it's they call it season two or second or something like that. Um, if anybody has watched the first season of Mushishi, they know what they're getting into. It is more of that. It is just a very. I'm not gonna get too much into anything. It is episodic, so it's not like I'm gonna reveal anything, but. It's just a very artistically beautiful show. It it sets moods. It it sets uh, scenery. Everything just it it you get absorbed into it. And when they mix in the music musical scores at the perfect time, it is just a very gorgeous show. And on top of that, the stories that they have in each episode are just very unique. Uh, they're very clever in their writing because. They, they'll reveal a, a Mushi and they'll say, this is essentially what it is. They'll describe it and then they'll kind of mold it into this very deep story about the people that are involved with it. And it just does so well to kind of mixture in together. And I just, for some reason, I, I, I enjoy just sitting there listening to, to uh, Ginko, which is the main character. He'll just sit there and talk about different Mushi and, and they're just all very clever in how they're designed. I just, I love it. Um, but again, it is doesn't require you to watch the first season so if you haven't watched the first season don't worry about it it the first season does kind of show you a little bit about ginkgo and the organization that he's involved with but i think honestly you could jump right into the second season to be just fine because it's more about the moment to moment and they pull it off so well I, I have to admit um, that uh, I got him to sit down and watch an episode. <laughs> I didn't. Well, know no, I've already it. seen an episode. I had I had sat down and watched an episode a long time ago when you were watching. I mean, it. season two. Um, I I there 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 is no denying this show is gorgeous. Like I said earlier, the this this show just sets up ambience. Just there's no denying that. I mean, I I do plan on watching it at some point. I just. I have not done it yet, and I will soon. I just I haven't done it yet. But if if I'm, I'm if I'm putting it on the list right now, Mushishi's definitely taking number one for me um, for this season. Um, we'll get into the other one here in a second, which is kind of fighting for it. So we'll we'll have to see. Uh, that again is Mushishi Zoku Shao, which is Mushishi second. So next one. You know, I I, I I have to admit, uh, you had pointed out something in the in the translators. Did it? I think that it. It. I have to agree with you. The still world is beautiful. I think that's that should be the way it's translated. It makes sense because, yeah. like right off the bat, they were talking about how stagnant the air was, and it just it fits so well. So yeah, you can find the literal translation. I believe is uh, the world. The still world is beautiful. Uh, Crunchyroll and them have called it the world is still beautiful. Um, you'll you'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. This is about a girl who has been set up to marry the uh, the Sun King. Uh, she is the... The king of the Sun Kingdom, not the son of a king. <laughs> Just somebody's confused. No, he, he's the... Whatever. But the Sun he's, King. He's, he's the Sun King of the Sun Kingdom. <laughs> there we go. And she is the Rain Princess. That's all that needs to be said. Um, anyway, she goes to this this uh, no, she's of this the principality kingdom. of the rain. Actually, is what the kingdom is she's called. She's the rain princess. Shut the up. Principality of the rain. 
Anyway, she goes uh she goes to this this country and this country is scorching hot. There's har- no there's wind. no rain, nothing. Um and this boy king is really what he is. He's a stuck-up boy king. Um he's a Sundere. He's so Sundere. There he is. There he is. <laughs> At any rate, this the show strangely enough works. Um it it has this the fantasy element has the rom com feel to it. Um, I give, don't. Give it, it, it has it has a kind of a, a dated old school anime feel to it, but at the same at the same time, it do, it's, it doesn't look bad. Oh, you mean the visuals? Yeah. Um, to give you more perspective, the actual the Sun King, it, he is kind of a child prodigy uh, within. Within years of him becoming part, uh, the king of uh, being throned, he has conquered pretty much the entire uh, region. He's the he's whole just, world. What are you talking that, about? He is that clever and that brilliant. Um, he also has some kind of sick minded to himself. He like a troubled past, and so he's kind of struggling as she comes into the picture with uh, being that conqueror or learning something else that she's trying to teach him so there that chemistry is kind of nice um and because she is just she's very clever she's very uh funny in a clever way she's outspoken she works really well for what yeah immediately when she came in she got thrown in the dungeon that's how bad she is (laughs) and and at the same time one one of the things that i do love about it is she's almost like a a healing salve for the boy and and i, I so like that how that works that's it, what i didn't like about it though because it, it just when she when i first watched that first episode i was like this kid has potential and then when she walks into that that door i'm like this is gonna turn into just what i didn't want it to be and that's just pretty much she comes in she's the light he's the darkness they're gonna be at odds with each other on a regular basis she's eventually going to change his heart they're gonna fall in love they might have some kind of issue come out later maybe some other kingdom is trying to overthrow him he'll go evil again and then she'll repair him and i just do i want to go through that again i can see that but uh, i don't see him i don't see him as necessarily dark though i I just don't see him as dark character it just i like the moment that she came out and sung i thought that was kind of beautiful and then i realized i gotta do it every episode Why? I don't. I don't know that it's going to be necessarily every episode, but if so it far, does, I, if it does, it's going to really suck. But yeah, he, she's done it twice, and it's been what three, four episodes now. At any rate, yeah, anyways. I don't want to get focused yeah. focus down on this too much. Um, uh, we'll go on to Brynhildr. It works for me. Let's go with that. Um, Brynhildr in the darkness. Uh, I've watched two episodes of this. Yes, two episodes, I believe. Yes. Um, this basically covers a boy who going to his school, uh, or when he, in his childhood, he had this friend that he called Kuroneko. Uh, she was a, a adorable long blue haired girl with a birthmark under her arm. Uh, they've always looked into the stars trying to find aliens. At some moment, she said that she knows, uh, an alien. She knows where one, an alien is, uh, as they go to her to go bring him to prove it to him. Uh, they end up falling down into a uh, into a dam. Uh, he wakes up, recovers, but come to find out that she did not make it. She died. Um, ever since then, he has made his goal to try to go out and 
look at the stars more often every single day to try to f prove her essentially to make it up for her to, to find those aliens um, one day at school they have a new transfer student lo and behold her name is Kuruha Kuruha Neko I don't wow. know if that was the last name but I think it is Neko um, <laughs> but he immediately I goes, do know it, it had you, something to do with Neko but, um, but Nekohima or something like that. It, it was it was close, but not quite there. Right. Later on that day, somebody nearly drowns in the pool, um, but some for some reason the pump explodes and she is saved. Uh, later on that night, he's confronted by this Kuruha Neko, and he's still struggling with the idea that he thinks it's her, but she claims that they never met. She just basically comes out and says, "You're gonna die tonight, so do what I tell you, otherwise you're gonna die." And come to find out, that is seems to be her goal. She has uh, some method of learning when people are dying, and she's making it her goal to prevent those deaths because that's the only way she believes that she can fulfill what her old uh, caretaker asked her to do. She asked her to save the world, and she says, I don't know how to do that, so I'm just going to save who I can. And that has pretty much been the, the the show. Like we've mentioned, the intro is amazing, and it also kind of reveals a lot of what the show seems to be about. Um, seems to be some kind of element of death and resurrection, and these girls with special abilities coming from a science lab, which this show is from the maker of Elf and Lead, so you know the kind of darkness that it has in it. Um, I've already seen a couple scenes that are pretty dark. <laughs> that, but, that's putting it lightly. <laughs> But in all actuality, I'm kind of afraid of this show because I'm afraid of it being atypical girls from a lab with superpowers. It 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 seems like Elfin Lead mirrored with different characters, and that's my only fear of it. I'm still watching it because I kind of like that dark feel to it, and it seems like it has it has some kind of potential there. So I'm I'm still watching it. I just I'm way behind on my impressions on it. <laughs> I'm I was going to say, did week. you see the last episode? <laughs> I I only watched this, the first two episodes. Well, I haven't seen the last episode. I did see the last episode He's before that. He's behind people. <laughs> yes, because of a certain game. But we're not getting into that. Um, we might do a show on that. Kawaii, Kawaii Complex Guide. Um, this show is about a young man who moves into a dorm that is kind of mixed uh it's co-ed per se um but it seems to have older Trump. older people so it's not really a class dorm um it does have he does have one classmate per se but she's a senpai so obviously she's a senior year um he is in love with her per se he's really interested in her let's just say that um and it just goes from there into their romantic uh, building, statue. building their relationship. Um, if he can actually build a relationship, but she's a bookworm, which makes it impossible. Um, I love this show. Um, it looks gorgeous. Now, on the downside, yeah. it does have a bad habit of flipping back and forth. Um, it's almost the watercolored. It looks watercolored. I, I like it. I like it. I love it. Um, I do like the the the, the lens flares that they, they they seem to be putting in there. I think that they do it a little bit over over the top occasionally, um, but for the f most part, I do like it. Um, I like I like her eyes. I love her eyes. 
Um, there you go, guys. That's why he's watching it. <laughs> um, what, <laughs> when it comes down to it, though, um, I don't like the tendency for the more comedic. Um, oh, it gosh, shifts. That, it shifts that into roommate. This, yeah. Um, I don't want to focus on that too much. <laughs> <laughs> the roommate, Chris. What about that roommate? Tell us. He's, he's a masochist. Okay. Um, I would. That would. That's being light. <laughs> that's being light. <laughs> He's pedophile. Uh, they made that joke once in the first episode. He, he hasn't. They haven't went back to that in like four episodes. Um, so they did it again. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, uh, now you've really derailed me, Dagnabbit. Oh, the 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 artwork shifts back and forth, and the more comedic thing, uh, it tends to get more. Um, Chibi-ish slash uh, hand-drawn, goofy-looking scenes, and I don't care for that. They're like, we're cracking a joke, people. Yes, simple stuff. <laughs> Draw. <laughs> we get to we get break. to save money. <laughs> save money. The joke. We're doing another joke. We're saving money. Um, and since this is technically a rom com, it does that a lot. So be aware of that. But other other than that, the more the more romantic scenes per se the more down-to-earth slice of life type scenes they they do it it's gorgeous it's a good looking show all right and our last in the most promising shows and last but not least definitely not i don't know why we got this one last and that is one week friends or ishuken friends that is probably like i said right up there with mushishi one of the best series so far this season uh this follows a boy named hase Going to his school, he kind of keeps he kind of uh, gets an interest in another girl in his class, who kind of seems very distant from everybody. She's always disappearing at lunch. She goes up onto the roof to eat her lunch alone. She never talks with anybody. She avoids everybody. At some point, uh, they bump into each other, and she speaks to him. And ever since then, he's been trying to ask her to be his friend. Well, eventually, he gets her to tell him why she won't be his friend. And that is because every week she will forget all of her friends. She forgets every friend that she's ever had ever since she was in like elementary school. Well, she still remembers other things. She remembers her family. She remembers everything she does. She just does not remember friends after a week. So he kind of says, well, just let me eat lunch with you. Is that okay? So she agrees to that. So over time, they kind of slowly start getting closer, getting to know each other. And then Monday comes around. And sure enough, she has completely forgotten who he is. Um, but he makes it his goal to every week greet her once again and ask to be her friend. And this kind of moves on from there. They kind of explore other things like getting a, a her writing up a diary so that she remembers what they do and the kind of things involved with that. I don't want to get into anything further than that, but... I watching the first episode, I was like, "Okay, this is an adorable show. The characters are adorable. I absolutely oh, love." Oh, don't Jimmy lie! You were we were sold when we seen the PV. Don't even lie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I wasn't sure what they're going to do with it. But in, when I started seeing Fujimiya San and her just Fujimiya San is the or Fujimiya is the girl that loses her memory. She is absolutely adorable in everything she does, and your your heart just melts seeing these characters interact and i just wasn't sure what they were going to do the next episode and then sure enough the next episode they do something 
that was so interesting. And I'm like, I don't know what they could do from here. And then they do it again. And it's like, okay, they have something going here. So I'm, my fears after watching the first episode are gone. I know that they have some good writing there to keep something going. And every episode just keeps breaking my heart, tugging the heartstrings, putting a smile on my face. And like we've mentioned before, the art style, very simple, but just like with uh, Wolf Children, it's just a very warm feeling look. And I look, I like how the characters have imperfections in them. Like Fujimiya has the the the, the strands of hair that get you know off the wall, and it, it just it fits. It looks messy, but it's a good messy, and I like it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like this great, this great, go ahead. I mean, um, I mean, we could gush on it for the next five or five ten minutes, but I do want to hit some of these 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 but other yeah, if, things. Yes, if you, I, if you haven't, if you're not watching this, go watch it and then and then come back and tell us that if you don't like it, and then we'll we'll discuss that at that point. We'll go we'll go through real quickly in our top list here. What are your top three most promising that you think people should watch? One Week Friends, Kawaii Complex, and... <laughs> it's the third one that are always the tough ones. I'm gonna have to say No Game, No Life. I want to say um, a Riddle Story, but I'm gonna go ahead and go with my gut on this, because Riddle Story still could go downhill. Bad. You said before, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say definitely Mushishi, One Week Friends... And my difficulty here is I don't really have another show that I'm like, this is great. Um, but the only one up there really is the regular at Magic High School. I think it has a lot of potential there. Oh, I forgot about that one. So I got five. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I can't make five, so we're good. Um, all right. We're going to move on to the drops, the rejects, the why we're struggling with well, them. Well, hold of on real quick. Other shows that I'm going to probably be covering. Oh yeah, we're going we're going into the ones that are lukewarm. Lukewarm. Uh, these are the ones that I'm 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 still look watching, and I I hope to do a full review on at the end of the season. Don't worry about um, rushing through them. Give a quick quick why or whatever. Well, I don't want to do that. Um, Haiku. That's the the volleyball show. It actually is picking up. It's it's actually looking kind of interesting per se for a sports show. I can't um, believe you have Baby Steps in there. Baby Steps is another sports show. And well, I have sports shows that I'm not watching. So <laughs> um, that actually, hey, he, they actually pulling that one off a lot better than I was expecting. Um, he's a geeky kid who wants to uh, get more active, to become more active. And he he's an obsessive note taker. And he gets into the tennis thing and he's starting to take notes obsessively about the tennis. It's, it's, it's really an interesting take on it. Um, Mikaku city. Oh, that one's kind of, I'm dropped. struggling with that one. Huh? That yeah. One that one's, kind of, I wanted to like that. It had so much hype behind it, but just like space dandy, shockingly, <laughs> it has the next snap syndrome, just like everything else. Was it shaft? <laughs> and I just can't stand it anymore. And the visuals suck. And the last, the first two episodes are nothing but talking. And I just don't see anything there. Comic artist and assistance is kind of neutral in my my. I, dropped, I haven't watched any of the new. Any good? Any better? I mean, since well, I I I don't think I've seen the last two episodes. Oh, okay. Magic Wars. Yeah, it's a goofy short for yeah, and, and it's it's and it's 
it's a magical girl. So take that for what Soul you Eater not. <sighs> this is the, the one. The first episode snagged me and then it threw me into the dirt and then rubbed me around and then slammed my face against the concrete. I don't want to give up on it yet. Let me I just don't say either. that. <laughs> but it was like the first episode was like, yes, this feels like Soul Eater. And then the last two episodes after that were just, let's go to a cafe. Okay. Uh, anyways, is this order if you have diabetes? If you is this order a <laughs> rabbit? <laughs> if you have if, if you have any kind of diabetes okay, diabetes okay. blood sugar problem, you might want to stay away from this one because <laughs> all this is is sugar cutesy craziness. Uh, <laughs> you got the description and the title mixed up. <laughs> no, I I kind of dropped off the rabbit thing, just going right into my thoughts too fast. And okay, maybe I better toss in the rabbit thing. This is order a diamond. Do you want to go into a coma? Here, have this one. Oh dear goodness, Kanojo got flag. It pretty much when you break her flag or something like that. If her flag breaks, that's what it is. What what? Crunchyroll translates it as. I think that one's probably the best translation. I mean, it comes out to like flag break girl. <laughs> Good trans literal translation is amazing. But yeah, this one was this was my hope for a new Haneko or mental choices and mental it, it leans more towards crap. the mental choice side sorry, of it's things. Crap. It's not crap. It is I mean mental choice crap. mental Okay, we get, the problem is we keep lifting it up to no, no, uh, even Hineko. ignoring okay. that. I ignore that in the first episode. This show is just garbage. It I is have... not garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what happened when they built the stupid dorm and how convenient it was that they all showed up at the dorm. Well, if they hadn't have moved in, they would have closed down the dorm. <laughs> Exactly. They were forced to put the girls in there because and, they and, would have to and, close and, it. And they had to have it. And they had to have the robot into the class, so they naturally had to transfer her in. I mean, we don't know what school she came from, but she had to transfer in. And there's some weird small girl that walks around with a a a, a thing on her head, and I don't even know what the hell's going on with the outfit. I'm not even sure why. <laughs> it was a big ribbon around her waist, and I think she was she wearing bloomers or something. I don't know what the hell's going on with her. One girl had a Yandere flag. <laughs> yeah, I skipped for that one. This, I'm, I'm just saying. Me, per, I think this it, show it, is it, utter garbage. It is absolutely a disappointment for me. It's not. I'm not. I'm not giving up on it because I do like elements of this show. So I haven't given up on it. But it has dropped off of my main watch list down to my lukewarm list. So take that as as it is. And I'm the more forgiving one. Okay, that leaves me with Inagami and Nekiyama-san, and <laughs> my brother was watching part of it the other day. He was like, what the heck are you watching? Um, this is poop? No, oh, no, that is, on my, poop. that is on my drop list. <laughs> the red poop. The red poop. What was that one? That, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, this one is a, is a short. It's about two girls. One girl is a oh. cat girl, and the other one is a yeah, dog girl. Yuri, Yuri scene. Yeah, the, and you've seen like one scene out of the entire show. 
Um, it does have Yuri elements to it, but that was the first time that they actually had a Yuri scene. So, um, sure enough, Andrew will see. But it, it. is a, it, but it is a short. So I mean, if, if I you never take that into consideration when you're considering one Yuri scene out of a short, which has four episodes. That could be scary. If I had never seen My Sister's Unusual, I would have walked into his room <laughs> right when the scene where the ghost does bad things to the little girl. And she, he would have been, what, what are, the you hell are you watching? <laughs> I'm unplugging your cable, boy. Okay. No more Xbox for you. Too much time on this. We got to get down. I want to get to the <laughs> so, drop shows. Got to go to the drop Captain shows. Captain Earth. Um, Captain Earth, the first episode, I actually enjoyed... Until they've got to the mechs. So if you like a show that is good when it's not in mechs, that is about mechs, it's a good show. <laughs> These are not dropped. Broken Blade. <laughs> I never got around to watching Broken Blade. I wanted to watch that. Blade and Soul. <laughs> that was Andrew's drop. A show about MMO. It's, it's based off a Korean MMO. And the first episode was essentially about a girl walking around half naked. And... You got to like people, and they all got murdered. The show's crap. <laughs> I didn't want to watch it anyway because it was Korean, and then Rowdy my brother sumo wrestling. And then my brother, and then my brother says, "Oh, it's crap," and I was like, "Oh well, Good, okay." <laughs> Rowdy sumo wrestler <laughs> must. Oh my gosh! Okay, think. Hey, think. This is this is, this is the first Chris drop that is vehement. Okay, which says a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is. I imagine the original Dragon Ball, but absolutely stupid to the point. <laughs> it's like the, and I know what they're going for. They're trying to make you think that the main character is really bad and he's going to turn his life around. But this guy was an utter, I just, I had I no interest. Like I had him. no interest in seeing him come uh, turn around. I don't, I, yeah, I didn't care to see him overcome the fact that he is total a jerk. I mean, he'll, He'll pee on on a thing he's not supposed to pee on. Take candy from a baby for rotating her head 360 degrees, or kidnap his sensei and drive a, a truck through town. It just I no I no care for it whatsoever. And this, like I said, it's like old school Dragon Ball style, and it just looked half the time it was just stills. Or when the cops arrive, it was showing a very blurry scene of a road <laughs> and then having cars appear with bad with after bad one another with bad cg when they did actually use it they use cg <laughs> was it like dos or something <laughs> all right um kamigami no asobi i watched one episode i seen flowers popping out of the backs of guys and i just was like <laughs> oh my god okay i i i'm just not into this this season so forgive me for not Senpai. watching <laughs> Forgive me for not watching the uh, the girl show this this season. Uh, maybe I'll catch the next one. This one just didn't work for me. Um, Kanzin Robo Demilior. I seen penguin guys running around with boners, and I was oh, like, okay, yes. the, the, uh, uh. No. well, I knew that was going to be a bad <laughs> one based off the PV. Well, okay, yeah, but I was I was fine with a little bit of etchy. Okay, the guys don't mind a the guys coming up between the robots' crotch. Yeah, the thing popping out of the guys crotch it was like no this i'm not watching it i'm not gonna do it uh ping pong the animation i tried i honestly did guys this is i the guy tried that watched flowers of evil so you know <sighs> he tried I, the he art, I couldn't the get past i couldn't get past the artwork and the characters did not make up for it the, well, the storyline wasn't interesting 
and no, enough to make me want to watch it. Nothing was right. there it, to it was want bad it. like Flowers of Evil, but at least Flowers of Evil had a story that you got into. Yeah. This one just, you can't really connect. All right. Majin Bone, I had to drop because it, it there was no interesting aspect to it. And it had this old school Super Sentai thing going on that it just, I, I'm not into it. I, I don't want to do I mean, Samurai Flamenco is one thing. This, it coming out as a Super Sentai and just as it was, I'm not interested in it. I, and I gave up on it five seconds in. And then the I realized it looks old school and that made it even worse. <laughs> It looks like it looks like they tried to make it like thirty years ago, and they lost it in a supply closet. And then somebody went into the supply closet, oh. found it, and they didn't want to reinvest the money into updating it or anything, and so they just tossed it on the That's way way bad. <laughs> I watched the little clip, clips of it, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> All right, the red poop. M three, the dark metal. Yeah, it's about red poop. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> I just. I had no interest in that show whatsoever. I I had a little bit of interest because it looks like a darker type show, but I seen a bunch of kids getting surrounded by black stuff, and they got saved by a what was it a a I I guess it was supposed to be a a mech, but they didn't really show it. And then the lady comes out, and she's in a mech, and she's talking about red poop, and she keeps talking about the stupid red poop. And the entire show, they're talking about the red poop. And no, I was the entire like, okay. episode, there's some girl trying to get close to the guy who she knows is popular, and she knows if you get close to him, she'll become popular. I think he paid more attention to it than I did, and we were both and then in later. This, later, I, later they they fought a monster. They realized that it was a. It oh, had, they fought a monster. They had it had ambitions of a mother looking for her child, and when they realized that, they killed it. Did they? Yeah. I don't remember that. And then it turned into a big skeleton in the sky, or they said it was a corpse or a body. I don't know. I, just I don't remember that. I don't care. <laughs> we we both sat there, and we were watching it. We were making more fun of it than we were actually watching the show. So, red the, the red poop. <laughs> remember the red poop. All right. Well, that, that concludes our list of first impressions for spring 2014. We had to kind of rush towards the end there, but we hope that you got some kind of sense of these shows. Uh, again, you can check us out at otakuspirit.com. That's where we have our news, reviews, impressions of shows currently out right now, and our feeds, links, all that's there. Uh, we, again, we thank you all for listening. And our closing song is Pleasure Theory by Coffin Princess. Don't ask. By Chaka. That's the Chaika Coffin Princess closing song. Again, we thank you all for listening, and you all take care. Oh,